also, you have champagne taste at Taco Bell. Every time I pick up the label, I'm like, oh, that's going to have to move another, you know, half a millimeter to the left. <laughs> does that, does that happen and we don't know it? Oh, absolutely. Says a lot about me. That's why I like to party. Thanks, Mom. I, I feel like I'm the perfect amount of cool for PBR. Which isn't very cool. I order a parking lot taco. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I, my God. I eat you have a name for it. Listen. <laughs> And I eat it before I leave the parking lot. When I eat carrots, I actually eat the outside first because there's the, oh, the okay. core of the carrot. That's not where I thought it was I going. Know, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, where <laughs> you think it was gonna go. It's been a day. I, I turned the volume back up on that. Too soon. <laughs> Sorry. I'm normally pretty good at this thing, and then that's two messes up in a row because I hit the wrong button last time, and then I just turned up the music like two seconds too early on this one. I'm out of rhythm, I guess. Well, it's, it's been that kind of day. I think, I think I'm too casual with this thing. That's okay. It's, that's who we are. Right. Right? Yeah, it's been a hell of a day. Uh, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, for, for those that... Uh, aren't here, which is everyone but you and I. Right. I realized midway through saying that, <laughs> how stupid that statement was going to be. Uh, for those listening, uh, it is uh, this is the second day in the last three, uh, really, you could say back-to-back days, kind of, uh, that's been inclement weather, and um, it's just put, it's put everything in, out of sorts. It took me 40 minutes to get to the Fields, Ertle, Taco Bell, and back. Today? Yeah. Yeah, so. Granted, I left at like 4.30, which wasn't ideal, but like 40 minutes is still preposterous. So. If you don't, if you aren't familiar with, with Mason people, that's like. It's, it's like, like two a mile. and a half miles. It's not even that. Yeah. There's no, it's like three turns. Yeah. It, it, it takes Liz normally uh, about 40 minutes to get home from work, and mm-hmm. today it took her two and a half hours. Right. She calls me. She's like, hey, I've been sitting on the highway for about 40 minutes. Why not in moving. the world did she have to go to school today? Every day. I mean, they're, they're back full time now. I know, but you would have thought today would have for sure been a snow day. Yeah, it wasn't. That's wild. Um, well, hey, you're very lucky that I have almost no responsibilities in life. <laughs> Basically none outside of this position. So... I'm very flexible. <laughs> By the way, I need to make sure this makes it onto the podcast. Um, Chad made fun of us for having a shit ton of food uh, portions on the intro, which are just so funny. I was talking to Jess today. One of our customers came in and, you know, this is how she explained it to me. You know, a customer comes in, asks, hey, are you Jess? After she serves him a beer. And she's, like, very nervous already. She's like, yeah, I am. And she's like, those parking lot tacos really hit. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. So damn funny. It's got to make its way to a beer name. Oh, it has to. It has to be a beer. I think one of our double IPAs down the road, yeah. I think, could be parking it, lot taco. It's got, it has to. Uh, oh, man. It, it, yeah. It, uh, it, it's a thing. Parking lot tacos are a thing. 100%. Um, so we got kind of a weird show today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. It's it's weird in that it's unique to this to us, given that we've never done it. Right. right. Um, what we've got is a little bit of a treat. Um, we today are uh, going to have a couple of uh, guests via phone. Yeah, we're uh, going to give two of our raffle winners a phone call. Hopefully, a third. Todd, I'm sure you're listening to this. Um, he just texted me that he's driving. 
Uh, so we probably won't be able to get Todd on today, unfortunately, but we're going to get our friends uh, Vernon and Travis on, which will be fun. Perfect. And maybe we can work it, work in a way to get, get Todd on on another he, call. He's texting me right now, so depending on how these calls with uh, Travis and Vernon go, we'll see what's up with him and who knows. If not, we'll get him on another time. Um, so for those that, that may be new to the podcast or, mm-hmm. or haven't listened to those episodes, uh, a few weeks ago we had uh, we started Season 3. Um, so what is this, Season 3? Chapter three of season uh, three? Yeah, 53. Total, total, 53. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few episodes ago, we asked anyone who had listened to all of the previous 50 episodes to reach out to us, and they would be entered into a raffle, uh, basically a Sonder care package, and uh, we'd get them on the podcast. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Um, and these are, by the way, these are live phone calls. <laughs> this is... This is I'm not pre-recorded. Dial- I'm literally dialing the number for yeah, Travis so right now. It's a little bit of a danger zone for us. I did do a check before this to make sure that I could call someone. We've called we called your dad for the inver- or for the uh, family tradition pod, but I still had to like call Chase to make sure that I had this thing ready to go. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's give Travis a call. Sounds good. It's gonna give the actual dial tone here. Pretty wild. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Hello. Travis. Danny. What's up, dude? How are you? Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Trying to uh, avoid having to get out on those roads. Yeah, dude. It's been crazy. Justin and I were just talking about it. You are on the podcast with Justin right yeah, now. Yeah, welcome, welcome to Sonder Stories, Travis. Oh, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so, uh, fun, fun fact about Travis is that Travis was actually part of our uh, previous life at Acosta. He was. And, it, and, and by the way, fun fact, it was not rigged. Yeah, no, we, not rigged at all. It, Travis was a random drawing. Yeah, um, of the the numerous entries that we got uh, right. from that. So uh, pretty cool. Um, so Travis, why don't we just kick it right off? Uh, you obviously have listened to all of the podcasts. Um, yeah. W- what is it about the podcast that you enjoy that that keeps you coming back? Oh, honestly, you know, one you guys mentioned it already, like the connection that I have to you guys and and the kickoff of Sonder Brewing, but I think overall I'm, I'm really fixated on the, the whole idea of it. You know, the word Sonder, you guys whole brand and things like that. Like when you guys have your employees, um, people within your organization come on and you actually get to hear their stories and, you know, how they came into the craft beer industry, what they love about their jobs, what they do. I think that's what really pulls me in other than being a, you know, a, a beer geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's something that we've gotten, you know, we're, we're 53 in now. This is number 53. I came on, I think, in the teens somewhere. Um, obviously, I think the podcasts keep getting better and better. Obviously, we have a lot of chemistry now, too. But I think it's just really fun to kind of pulse in some of our fellow team members, even some people, like, outside of the company uh, that are involved with us, you know, whether they're friends with us or, you know, in the industry and what is always really fun and kind of just to get to know them is always really cool. So uh, are you drinking right now is an important question. I am. Wait. And believe it or not, when I was up there on Sunday, uh-huh. I I got to, to meet Jeff in person. Nice. <laughs> which was really kind of cool because, you Wait, know, hold we on. Were you the person? I got to know. I got to know. Were, yeah. Were yeah. you the person that asked her about parking lot tacos? I did. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh my God. Yes! So good. So, so Justin and I got on the pod like four minutes before we called you, and I was talking to Jess today, 
And she told me the story about how someone asked her in the tap room about parking lot tacos, and it was Travis. That's fucking awesome. That's the that's the best unplanned thing that's ever happened on this podcast. That is totally off riff. Holy too. shit, that's amazing. Yeah, it was like when I started talking to her, I was like, "This is Jess for sure," because I'd never met her in person, and I had to ask her. I was like, "So tell me about this parking lot tacos." <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! That's so good. Man. That's so good. What did you uh, What did you pick up when you were here? Uh, so I got quite a few crowlers. Uh-huh. Uh, I got an Operation Steam. I think a puffy uh, coat, a puffy maybe. Co- yeah, a, a puffy coat, and what was the third crowler? I saw it. I, I saw Danny. You, yeah, you I remember retweeted. sharing the picture, yeah. but I don't remember what the crowlers were. I think the I forget the third crowler. Then but then you... I picked up a six pack of the Nocturnal mm-hmm. and the Brooder, which is the Nocturnal is what I'm drinking right now. Nice. the The first time I had that was at the that tap takeover at the Fallon Warehouse, and it's absolutely phenomenal. That was a really fun event. That was the first beer event in what felt like months. I mean, it it really was like the first in a year. Yeah, there was like one or two like small tap takeovers in uh during the shutdown but i wasn't even i wasn't able to go to any of them so that following event was like the first like beer event in forever it was awesome it feels like the kickoff to some normalcy right again hopefully anyway yeah um so all right so you're drinking a nocturnal now you picked up some op steam some brooder some puffy coat do you have a favorite sonder beer travis so i was thinking thinking about that and Honestly, I think Nocturnal took over Ooh, my number one nice. spot. Hell yeah. Nice. I did I did geek out a little bit and put together like a little list. So I tried Carmen Car- Carmen's Carrot Cake for the first time, uh, I think Thursday or Friday. Okay. And that is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one, it messes with your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, that one puts people yeah. in pretzel for sure. Um, I, so- ended up te- I ended up giving one to my dad and told him, I was like, hey, not sure how you'll feel about this, but just try it because I, I can swear that I tasted cream cheese icing <laughs> on the back end. It was incredible. That's awesome. The, and I'm sure you listen to this podcast, but I, Luke, Luke telling me that the sweetness is from the carrots on that one. Oh, I'm getting a Hold on one second. I was getting a spam call. Um, <laughs> Technical difficulties here. Yeah. Uh, Luke telling me that the sweetness in that beer is from the carrots, like, absolutely blew my mind. Yeah, the fact that there's not lactose in that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. Insane. Um, so, Carmen's Carrot Cake. What what beers do you typically, what beer styles do you typically drink, Travis? Because I was going to ask if you've had other, like, dark lager slash, like, Schwarz beers before. Um, I've recently started you know, exploring that type now. But, you know, when I first got into craft beer, it was a true millennial, you know, diving into just the IPAs, the hoppiest. I'm by default a pretty pretty big hop head. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I'm across the board now. I definitely shied away from darker, heavier beers when I first got in because I wasn't familiar with, you know anything there i was like i don't know if i'll like this but then mm-hmm. like recently i've i've really enjoyed like you know recommendations from people you know uh yeah i know you and i were really texting see- uh when you said you were going to cop up come up here and grab some beers 
Uh, Nocturnal was the first thing out of my mouth just because it's a beer that I'm drinking the shit out of right now, too. Um, And I also just love getting um, more consumers the opportunity to try these styles that that are otherwise sometimes either unsexy or often not drank. Right, like Bruder. (laughs) That's right. Like such an unsexy style for sure, but it's the beer I've drank the most of for sure. Uh, I was happy to hear you liked it. Um, I'm always a little nervous to recommend that one. I love it so much, and I think my enthusiasm for it, like, comes off as, like, I don't want to build up the expectations for it, right? Like, I want to be modest about it. Danny's the hype machine I love Bruder. <laughs> we got to sneak my face on there somehow. Oh, we year. have to. We have to. Can we put my face on the, uh, like, German outfit that's on there? I think, yeah. I think, like, a German outfit with, like, a dad hat. Ooh, I could. you I could, always wear the dad hat? I can get into that. <laughs> oh man where what's your uh typical beer spot travis where do you normally get your beer um so it varies you know if i'm in you know a kroger or something i'll pick it up there okay um i go to you know party source if i'm looking for things that i don't necessarily have super close access to i i I venture down to the the standard beer co down there and otr that's a good spot the bottle shop down there but that's probably the the majority of where i get it from that's not too bad do you live downtown uh i live in evanston so super close to xavier so downtown yeah it's downtown for justin yeah (laughs) we're we're getting into the episode 52 cincinnati geography (laughs) thank god people like that i was a little worried I thought it was hilarious when someone was like, just the one-liner of, okay, to be clear, Kenwood Mall is not downtown. <laughs> yeah, Chad, Chad, a known Southern Columbus resident, had my back on Kenwood not being downtown. <laughs> Evanston's a great part of town, though. I mean, I went to Xavier for four years and then lived in Norwood, so I'm a little familiar. Um, did you buy there? Yeah. Yeah, nice. I uh, I bought right off Montgomery, okay. uh, super close to Woodburn. Okay, I'm gonna level Avenue. with you guys. I had no idea that there was even an Evanston in Cincinnati. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of uh, like maybe like a little north of Norwood, maybe like northeast of Norwood, uh, kind of like heading towards. Uh, I, I'm dead serious. Like I, I like I'm not even trying to be funny. All I hear is yep. Downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> right. I, like, seriously, that's all I hear. Evanston isn't a big part of town. It's Yeah, it's right by Norwood. Nothing, I don't even really know how to describe it. Just kind of a residential area. So tra- it's educating community. Yeah. That's, that's right. You're not wrong. Uh, so, Travis, do you have a favorite, uh, a favorite memory from listening to the podcast? Or, or just um, a moment from any of the podcasts? For sure. I actually crafted a little list. <laughs> love yeah, I love how prepared I do Travis too. Came. I do too. I love it. it. Is, knowing how he works, though, this is on brand for him. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going back to like the oldest, you know, the, the first thing that I just bust out laughing at was on the 92 Days podcast, like the introduction to that beer and Chase talking about juicing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> His his lacto beet juice. He said it tastes like dirt. I like it. That's good. I, that was back when Schwester was called Ninety Two Days. That was, that's a deep cut, Travis. That's, that's way back in the day. That's a deep cut. That's that's from year one. Yeah, because we we came out with Ninety Two Days like right when I came on board. I think. Yeah, like it was that like summer, spring of twenty nineteen. So we had only been open like five or six months, probably. Yeah. 
That's a um, deep one for sure. That was our first award winner, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the Ohio, Ohio Craft Brewers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's good. What What else is on your list? I'm curious to hear this. That's good. I'm like nervous. There's I know. Me too. <laughs> I've been an idiot on this podcast so many times. <laughs> Operation Steam. Okay. Uh, Chase getting Chase getting kicked out of the college bars for sciencing the bartenders when he's talking <laughs> about the dirty beer tab. <laughs> That's the most like on brand thing for yes. Chase too. That's good. Uh, what else? And then I've got the the fester okay. on here when you guys were talking about the free throw for a million dollars. I don't. You I missed, don't recall this. You, it's a free throw. You you make it, you get a million dollars. You miss it. No more beer. Oh, that's right. And I do remember this question. Justin's yeah. going for the high bank. <laughs> yeah, taking absolutely. A hundred percent. I think that was a, uh, um, Ch- I think Chad got that from a game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was one of the, like the barstool ask the internet, right? Yes. That's what it is. And we, Dude, we, no like, shot. I'm taking that free throw. Oh, I, I am for sure. A free throw. For a million dollars, but then... And I stand by my statement from that day. I'm for sure banking it. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the bank. It's the highest percentage. If I try to switch that, it's a brick for sure. It's, it's too risky. It's, I, I don't even know if I'm giving like an NBA player a free throw for a million dollars, and if they miss, I, get, I have to give up beer. Oh, I love beer way too much. <laughs> Would you, can, I can't remember how we phrased that question now, but now I want to re-ask it. If we can't have beer, can we still have booze? Like, can you have spirits? Yeah. Or is it, or is it booze or a million dollars? Let me put it this way. Even if it's just beer, I'm still not taking the free throw. So if it's booze, there's no fucking shot. <laughs> Travis, are you taking this free throw? Yeah, I got to know. I'm not going to lie. I'm... I'm a pretty confident free throw shooter. Oh, my guy right here. Yes. Man. Yes. Even if you're like an 80% shooter from the free throw line, <laughs> that's a one in five shot that you have to give up beer for the rest of your life. I know. It's super tough, but also at the same time, confidence. Confidence is me. I'm taking the shot. Hey, that's the, that's the sales guy in you, Travis. I knew you were never a marketing guy. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. <laughs> Are you taking the shot? You asking me? Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm taking oh, that shot. Man. You sales folks are way more dude, confident dude, than I am. Dude, I've got. I've give me the ball when the game's on the line. By the way, that's never been said about me about anything. <laughs> I'm like the anti-clutch, but I believe in myself. I'm oh, taking that man. shot, and then I'm going to turn that. I'm going to double that million down, right? And I'm just going to turn it into something else. Oh man, that is a hell of a question, though. <laughs> a million for sure. That's a big number. It's a huge number. Have we, uh, so I don't know the answer to this. Man, I'm really, really questioning whether or not I should ask this question on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, have we provided Travis's uh, care package yet? Yeah, he got it. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Good. So uh, Katie sent him out for me, which was great. Awesome. Um, awesome. So I'm, I'm hoping, we'll, we'll call Vernon here in a minute. Uh, I'm hoping he got his as well. He's an investor, so he's up here quite often. Um, so, Travis, is there anything else before we let you go? Anything else you want to share or or uh, drop uh, here on the podcast? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I was super stoked, you know, to even win the raffle. Heck yeah, <laughs> I was man. actually out on a ski lift in Breckenridge when uh, big time. I got a there. message saying big that time I flex there. I, I really like what you just did, Travis. <laughs> I really like what you just did. Big time flex. 
flat yeah, shot was, at Travis. I'm That's not sure right. if you guys are aware, but I was in Breckenridge, uh, perhaps one of the best ski mountains in the country. Yeah, I didn't even give Travis the disclaimer, but like, if you come onto this podcast, you'll be re- ready to get made fun of. Yeah. I think oh, well, he listens, so yeah, he knows. He knows. Every, everyone's fair game. No one's safe. Uh, hey, um, uh, what I got to say is I haven't seen you in a couple of years since we did work together until that foaling event, but it was great catching up with you, man. I, next yeah. time you're here, uh, well, first of all, I got to get you my number, but next time you're here, definitely hit me up. Would love to have another beer with you. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And I guess one last thing I'll say is, you know, when we were, you know, working at Acosta, I think I started and then you were creating your succession plan, I guess. Um, and I was asking you because I was about to take a solo trip to Asheville. Yep. Which is one of your favorite places, I'm, I presume. But you had, like, rattled off a list of these breweries. And I was, you know, taking notes. I was like, okay, I got to go here. I got to go here. I think on that trip, I ended up going to probably 14 or 15 breweries in a Friday to Sunday span. Hell yeah. Love it. I love it. Yeah, that's uh, – so Asheville is, is literally my fa- – like, if I'm ever able to retire in this life – um, I uh, I want to do it in the mountains of Asheville. That's yeah. where uh, Liz and I go there three times a year in a non-pandemic situation. Yeah, if you ever need Asheville recommendations, Justin's your guy. Yeah, I, I can for I sure. Can, uh, I can I can get you. You basically tell me which part of town you're staying, and I'll mm-hmm. I'll get you to where you can basically walk to everything. Oh man, I, I love that. I, I love like, that. Still town. can't believe I haven't been. Oh, I'm, uh, you and I are going. The first time you go, I'm going with. I you. I would have gone last year had it not because it's five hours away. Yeah. Yeah, Liz and I have already been looking into just assuming things are normal again later this year. We've been yeah. looking into our potential trip there. I might book an Airbnb like right now just because it's probably still so cheap. For sure, for sure. I, I'll uh, we'll talk about it off for off sure. air. Uh, all right, Travis, man, thank you so much for joining us, dude. Um, let's have a beer together soon. Yeah, for sure. I'll see you guys up there hopefully in the near future. You're the man, Travis. Right. See you Cheers, later, man. dude. See ya. All right. That was fun. That was awesome. Uh, real quick, I got to break this in before you call Vern. Um, a, a shout out to my sister Mariah and her husband Andrew. They just had their oh, first baby. I saw that. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, she was she was born a couple minutes ago. I just got the text. Hell yeah, that's, so that's awesome. awesome. Everything's good. Yeah, She's ma- healthy. Yep. Baby's healthy. Yep, Mariah and uh, baby Tatum are healthy. Awesome. So, good to hear, man. Yeah, pretty awesome. I'm pretty pumped. All right, let's get uh, Vern in here on the phone. I know Vernon's very excited to hop on the podcast. Uh, I feel like Vernon's taken every opportunity to like interact with us when he can. Yeah, he's the man. He definitely just has like my email ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, he and he and uh, his wife Edie are awesome. All right, here we go. Calling him now. Hopefully, he knows to pick up. It's a four four zero number, so it's probably a little weird for him. Did you let him know? Uh, well, I was texting him. <laughs> Hey, hello. Vernon, what's up, man? Hey, Danny, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Oh, doing great. You are on the podcast with me and Justin. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. How you doing, man? Uh, Just trying to uh, enjoy this little bit of winter we're finally getting. Yeah, a lot of winter, (laughs) I would say. It sounds like it. Thanks for for being uh, patient with us and flexible. uh, I am definitely the culprit of us getting on air live today, but... uh, it's it's exciting. Thanks for joining us. You sipping on anything yeah, yeah. right now? Uh, actually, I am. I'm uh, I'm enjoying uh, nocturnal right now. Oh, that's two for two. We yes. called Travis, and that's what he was sipping on too. Uh, good way to start the evening. Are you a uh, are you a German beer guy, uh, Vernon, or what are you typically drinking? 
Um, I, I like to mix it up. You know, during the summer, I do like IPAs, but I, I'm a true German guy. I love German lagers. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So yeah. so that's one of the things that I, I can say I really appreciate that you guys are making is uh, some of the German lagers are just true to style. They're delicious. For sure. So Vernon actually was, I think you know this, Danny, but I don't, I'm not 100% sure if we've ever talked about it. Our Oktoberfest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Champ, yeah. Yeah. So, mm. so tell everyone a little <laughs> bit about that beer. Vernon, that, that you won um, uh, our, our Oktoberfest homebrew competition with. Yeah, sure. So um, I, I actually started homebrewing about uh, about 12 years ago now, okay. but I just do it sporadically. And it was actually the first Dunkelweizen that I'd ever made. And um, the Oktoberfest was actually, the competition was the first competition I'd ever entered. Oh, nice. And, and won, won awesome. it for the, uh, yeah, won it for the wheat uh, category. So, um, it was one that I had made um, just for fun, and originally I was going to make an Oktoberfest, but I figured that would be too complicated, so uh, I wanted something that I'd, I'd made wheat beers before, uh, thought I'd try Dunkelweizen, and uh, yeah, I was real proud of it. I actually still have some in the fridge. I'm a little afraid to drink at this point. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you got to crack it, right? Dude, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's like a year and some change old, maybe almost a year and a half yeah. old. Oh, that's awesome. Who, who, I bet it's awesome. Who knows? Maybe, and that's what I'm wondering is maybe it's aged well because I found with my with my homebrew, sometimes it gets a little better with age when you just let it sit. So. Okay. I'm about to try this. So how frequently do you do you brew? I go in spells. You know, I, I may not brew for about six or eight months, and then I'll do two or three weekends in a row. Um, and then it gets to where generally when I brew, I just brew it in my garage, and the kids complain about it smelling like a brewery. So then I, <laughs> I can relate. I'm sure Edie doesn't yeah. care about that. I'm sure she doesn't. No, she loves it. Yeah. I know. Usually when I'm brewing, she's out there three or four times. And sometimes she'll hang out with me. But, yeah, she loves that smell. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. What's what's your favorite beer that you ever homebrewed? Um. I made oh, there's a couple of them. The one one I made, um, it was my first shot of the Christmas ale, okay. and I literally just threw in the kitchen sink. I threw in nutmeg. I threw in all types of uh, different spices that I thought would go with with uh, Christmas beer, and it. I mean, it was just awesome. It, it actually had quite a few people ask me to make it again, and nice. I tried, it and I just I, I just fell flat. <laughs> I could I could never recreate. I could never recreate it. And it, and it was it was early on in my brewing days where um, I thought, just, you know, I'll just try this out. And I never took any notes, never made a recipe, and could never do it again. R-D-W-H-A-H, right? Relax, don't worry, have yeah. a homebrew. Yeah. And that's... Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, and, and I do start drinking when I'm making homebrew. So of course. So usually about, about two-thirds of the way in, I can't really tell what I'm doing. <laughs> you know. I've never homebrewed before. That just feels like part of the process. It has to be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, and some. And what's bad though is when I start on a Saturday morning at eight a.m. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for a long day. Hey, we don't beer shame then, here. We that's right. We don't yeah. shame what you drink. We don't shame what time you drink. It's yep. all. It's all fair nice. game here. Nice, but yeah. The the other thing that I, I have made it several times that I I really enjoy is pale ale. You just, I mean, I know you guys aren't huge pale ale fans, but you can't really find them much anymore. So sometimes mm-hmm. I just like those. Just make a regular play of pale ale to enjoy. I actually quite like pale ales. It's Me just, too. I wish they sold better. Though. Yeah, it's just a thing where it seems like, you know, it's kind of down that same path of, of uh, you know, light. It's either light sessionable beers or these big beers and, and everything that seems to fall in between. It feels doesn't quite get the love from the consumers that uh, that it probably deserves. Yeah, it's like that Venn diagram. Right. It's a Venn diagram, right, of like – the overlap of hoppy drinkers and light beer drinkers isn't that big. That's right. And yeah. Yeah, I, I love a good pale ale just because I'm the type of guy where 
um, I'm either having a lot of beers or only having like one or two. Yep. So if I'm having a lot of beers, like a pale ale is like perfect because I'm still getting that hop yeah. character I'm looking for, but then it's also very sessionable. But to your point, it's just hard to find a good one at this point because they don't sell and people aren't making them. Yeah, there there are far yeah. more seem, seemingly made. Mm-hmm. Um, Verdi, yeah, uh, it, it really. Oh, go ahead. Really, go ahead. I was, sorry, I was just gonna say. Yeah, to your point, it really seems like in this market today, it, it it's very polarized. Um, so to find that one that's sessionable but it's not too light, uh, yeah, it's hard to come by sometimes. Yeah, I feel like I've almost had better luck finding uh, like IPAs that are. Uh, like on the lower end of like mm-hmm. bitterness and hoppiness and like mm-hmm. you're kind of like flirting with that like that pale ale kind of like mm-hmm. the ipas that people are like make to drink right i think it's kind of like a sweet spot that i found a little bit on some of the beers like i'll regularly buy but yeah like a good pale ale is kind of hard to come by so i'm curious to get your opinion vernon are, are you more of a fan of uh lore our original pale ale or Midwest Haze, uh, the, uh, the, the other end of the spectrum. That's, that's tough. I mean, when, when you guys came out with lore, I, I loved it. Um, I, I was actually at uh, Sonder one time in a meeting there um, that I was talking with, with Daniel and I asked if lore was ever going to come back and he just dropped his head and said, no, just not. <laughs> it kind of broke my heart. Yeah. Well, if, if I remember but, correctly, that's a beer that Daniel really liked, right? Yeah, yeah. Dan- Daniel did like it. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, everyone says they like it, um, and then they just don't buy it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Like they it's just, yeah. it's just not a style. It, it was, uh, it was one of those things that um, it just lingered a little longer than what we would have anticipated. Now, the one thing I will tell you is, on draft, that beer's got uh, um, an even better shelf life than what it would have in cans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now with our at the time, you know, it's interesting. I, I often think that Lore didn't get quite the shake it deserves because it was the second beer we ever canned uh, behind Blanc. Um, we didn't have a ton of beers at the time. And oh, by the way, we only had one sales rep and we didn't have a ton of outside sales distribution. So um, I will say um, it, keep your fingers crossed. Um, I'm not going to confirm or deny this, but. Well, there's at least been discussions about it potentially making a comeback. Maybe, maybe if nothing else, but for draft only. Yeah, so. I would, I would make my contribution to that if, <laughs> if you bring it back. Are you? But are it, you? But are I, you I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but I will say with Midwest Hayes, um, and, and since Lord's gone, um, I did my fair share of picking that up during the the um, shutdown. Yeah, you know, I, Midwest Hayes is a great one to, to fall back on. Midwest Haze was always a beer for me that if I was going to, Danny, to your point on either having a lot or a little, that one fit both for me. If I was going to have one beer, mm-hmm. I loved having Midwest Haze. If I was going to have six beers, I would still love having Midwest Haze. Yeah, I can't wait for Midwest Haze to come back. Uh, um, later this summer. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I was sipping on a uh, record hop featuring uh, Northern Discovery Hops. I mean, it's like six hours old. So, Vernon, I don't know when the next mm-hmm. time you're going to get up here is. But you need to give this one a try. It's super good. Man. Yeah, volume five. Well, it's funny you mention that. My my wife actually uh, mentioned to me that uh, we needed to stop by Sonder tonight, and then it just kept snowing and snowing. And <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. yeah. As I want to, it may have to hold off to this weekend. But, yeah, definitely I will try that. For sure. Yeah, that's one of those things you just brought that up. It's one of those things I was actually pulling in, and my, my truck was, like, fishtailing as I was pulling around. Yep. And I was like, I wonder if we should just close for tonight. <laughs> yeah, you should get some sandbags for that. Yeah, I know. Way down the back of your bags truck. Bags of sand. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, sandbag in the bags of sand. <laughs> so, so Vernon, you're obviously a big, uh, and, and you and I have uh, now known each other for, for 
uh, a little over four years, I guess, which is crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, also, yep. not rigged, by the way. Right. Vernon was one of the winners. We got to get Todd on here so that we can we can prove that, that we didn't just pull names of people we know. I know, it was right? Completely random. It was. <laughs> um, but Vernon uh, and I uh, have known each other now for a few years. Um, and are obviously uh, a fan of the podcast, right, um, from the competition and from listening um, or from the raffle. Do you have uh, a memory or a moment from the podcast that sticks out to you or, or one thing that you particularly love about Saunders Stories? Yeah, um, I, well, all of them are great to hear about the uh, the different beers you guys come up with, um, the history of those beers and just um, how, how you can formulate that recipe. Uh, but the ones that I, I really – I've listened to multiple times that I just really appreciate or the anniversary ones. Um, okay. Oh, every time, awesome. every time I listen to those, you can hear the passion in everybody's voice and just, you know, it's almost like um, an, a goal, like an accomplishment. You made it through another year. Um, let's look back on that and reflect on how, how great the year was. So I do really appreciate those. Those ones are um, right. I think for a lot of reasons, <laughs> uh, one, like it is a big day and we all take so much pride in this place that, you know, on the anniversary, we're all super excited about it. And on mm-hmm. both of them, the beers were flowing. For <laughs> and you, you can tell that more beers were flowing throughout the broadcast too. Mm-hmm. And it's just an opportunity. I like the fact that um, you know our new our new process with the podcast has been a lot of you know getting individuals to hang out with Justin and I, and then a combination of uh, Chase or Chad if they can pop on, um, which is really fun. But I think it's really fun to like get the dynamic of like a group of people, mm-hmm. especially groups of people that work together. So mm-hmm. I think it's always really cool to get like some of the production folks or, you know, some of the sales team or uh, some of the taproom staff to pop on and their dynamic. And you kind of feel that with them having a conversation together and the inside jokes kind of come out a little bit and the work dynamics come out a little bit. So those are always really, really fun, man. Those podcasts yeah. are a lot of work though. Holy shit. <laughs> it, it is. It is a lot of work. Uh, and, and we talked, this year, it's it's I, I actually, Vernon. I'm glad you said that because it's it uh, uh, for Danny and I being here throughout the day. And what you don't gather from listening to that is it's really like seven hours of us sitting behind and then getting different people up here, and then Danny kind of cutting it down. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me really happy to hear that those podcasts actually stick out because mm-hmm. for us, we're not sure if it's like all right, are people really going to listen to this one? Yeah. What does this What does this sound like to the consumer? Um, right. Uh, and we, I, I really do enjoy those. Stuff, good, so. good. Um, um, there is one other one I do want to call out, though, and I, I actually had to go back and listen to this one um, in preparation for this. It's, I don't remember which chapter it is, but it's when you first introduced Danny, and it was amazing oh, to hear the bro, the bromance between you two. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was literally like long-lost brothers meeting for the first time. It was just hilarious. <laughs> Oh man, that makes you feel really good. Yeah, it does. Me too. Me too. I gotta find that. You, I I gotta find when that was. I yeah. actually don't know. Because was that the first podcast that I was on, or the first, or my individual no. story? No, no, it was the one focused on you. Your individual. Okay. Story. Oh, daily story. Okay. Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one because it was just me and you hanging out. Yeah, that was fun. That was the first time that it was just the two of us yeah. too. And you kind of tell that we have a lot of history, and obviously, like we have a lot of similar. We're similar people, and we have similar interests. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense that's really awesome that's, that's fun now i want to go back and re-listen to that I know, podcast i haven't listened to that one in a minute chapter 18 holy shit that was a long time ago <laughs> that's that's crazy right yeah 
And it's funny because it's like, yeah, I mean, that's. I remember being a little nervous for that, too. And I'm not like, I'm not in the slightest nervous about a podcast anymore. No, you're the one that has to like wrangle me in now. It's like, all right, dude, like we got to do a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) which is good. I think at this point, I need that. Right. I think at this point, it's, you know, I clearly have a little bit more time on my hands than you do. So just putting a schedule together and kind of coming up with topics is just the natural progression of how this has gone. Well, and you brought this up a couple of weeks ago, and, and Vernon, as a as a listener, hopefully you're starting to see this a little bit as well or hear this. But you know, we've kind of hit a little bit of a rhythm with this, where mm-hmm. there's a cadence and the what the story is um, becomes natural, right? And so, what that episode is or what that chapter is um, is definitely it's more organic, mm-hmm. um, whereas before it felt, you know, as we were trying to figure out. What's the cadence between the, the two of us? When's this guy going to take the mic? When am I going to take it back? How does that, that chemistry fit in? So, so as, a, as a listener, uh, Vernon, hopefully you can see this a little bit too, but over time and how it's evolved, Danny, for the two of us, what the chapters become is incredibly organic with you and I kind of, kind of piggybacking off of each other and having the chemistry to be able to do that. Uh, behind a mic, and I, I feel like where we are today with Sonder Stories, candidly, it's it's kind of where my vision and hope for this podcast always was, and it feels a little bit like we're we're kind of getting there and getting back to a rhythm, and I think for a long time it was, we're going to do this chapter about this beer and then this chapter about these people, whereas now it's, hey, the, the, the podcast is is one, right? It encompasses both, so... Uh, what's really cool, you know, like this one, for example, the cool thing is to get to hear Vernon and Travis uh, and how they fit into the Sonder story, right? Right. Um, and that encompasses not just you and I and not just them, but our beer mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, memories and things that they have. So I think what the podcast has evolved into uh, is really cool, uh, but it, it, it has taken you know, whatever, 53 chapters at this point to where I feel like you and I are, are, are in a pretty good rhythm. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of come naturally too. Uh, I know off air, we talk frequently about like, we can kind of evaluate a podcast like right afterwards Mm -hmm. and we have a good feel on how long it's been and kind of where it's going and making sure that we're staying on topic to a degree. Right. I think we kind of have this free will now of, you know, if you're still listening to this podcast, like you have to like us at least a little bit. Right. That's right. So like, we're just going to kind of be us and hopefully you're into that. And you kind of take the rants for what they are. Um, but then you know that at some point you're going to get a few nuggets and some other things for sure. Um, so Vernon, have you, I gotta, I gotta ask, have you gotten your, your care package yet? I did. Good. Nice. Thank you for sending that. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Thanks for listening. Put it towards some, uh, record hop volume five. Yeah. There you go. Heck yeah. Seems like I can make it back. Yes. For cool. sure. So, uh, if you had to pick a favorite Sonder beer of all time, what would it be? Oh, I can't wait to hear this answer. I know. I, I knew you were going to say this. So I gotta say, uh, again, I, I may, I am a German lager guy. Um, okay. I love Relic. I love Rally Cap, as I just mentioned to Justin uh, yesterday. I like Operation Steam, but the one that I just could not get enough of was Oktoberfest. Okay. The, Oct- the Oktoberfest, and the reason being is just, I, it's not just the beer, but the whole season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event and everything is just, I just couldn't get enough of that. Were you here? Um, or you were here for the, obviously you were here for yeah, the Oktoberfest. Yeah, he was the winner. Uh, yeah. But I, the thing I love about our Oktoberfest is that I feel like it's, it's this weird combination of very Germanic, but then also unique. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's like towing that line of Fespier and Marzen, but then still just incredibly Germanic in style, like decoction brewed. Uh, Chase sweat over that recipe for so long, and it just ended up being a really great beer, and we got so much good feedback on it. I'm always, yeah, and I, Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, and I think that's what I love about it, is it just, he just as you said, he just nailed it. Um, mm. For the different styles that are out there, and there's different variations of Marzen's and and best beers, but this one, just as far as like a, a Martin style, just he just nailed it, and I, and I couldn't get enough of that. Is Oktoberfest your favorite style of beer? Uh, it's like, do you have a favorite kid? You know, it's like, <laughs> you yeah, I'll, I'll ask um, you later when you're not on the radio. I, yeah, there that. you go. There you go. We can talk a bit more about that. Right. But I, but I will say the one that, I mean, aside from German lagers, as we focus on there, the one that I really enjoy was the, um, the sour program you guys made. Okay. And, um, that was just amazing the way that, you know, just right out of the shoot that you didn't know what it was going to be, the way you blended it, the way that Luke worked on that, um, just really knocked it out of the park. And I actually um, held on to a few, wondering if they would age. And I saved three of them, and I actually opened one yesterday. But before I opened it, I remembered him saying they were bottle conditioned. Mm-hmm. And and I expected this thing to just shoot off or be a gusher or something. But I had one of the Saison to punch them. Okay. And, and it was just as good as the day I bought it. It was amazing. Was the carb still pretty good on it? Oh, yeah. Nice. I, yep. I actually had one uh, in November, a Saison de Punch volume. Nice. Or uh, uh, number two, Saison de Punch. Blend two, yeah. Yeah, blend two. I had my last uh, Casablanca the other day. And, and honestly, that's even holding up really well. Oh, it's and that was the great. one. That was the, that was the one he was concerned about because of the tea. And, yeah. and I had that in November as well. We had a, a bottle share with our friends, uh, Sarah and Mike, and, and we had a Saison de Punch and a Casablanca, and both held up. I mean, they're, 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 they're aging beautifully. You're right, you're right Vernon. I, I was expecting. Or, or fearing, I guess, that it was going to gush. And, and yeah. honestly, I mean, they were they held up perfectly. We don't have dates. Yep. Even I'm not even lying Ooh. to you right here. We don't, have, we don't have dates yet, but uh, stay tuned uh, pretty soon here. Because it's, it's been a minute. Um, I was going to drop this as well. With, with, how much, uh, with how much production has been going on and obviously the pandemic and the whole nature of that room having to be shut off from production just to make sure that, you know, any of that wild bacteria doesn't get out. We haven't really been able to get in there, but uh, it, it is. I have an update. Do you want it? Yeah, hit me. So yeah, this is in in the spirit of This will actually be news to me. Yeah, in the spirit of uh of learning information by following our podcast. Um we don't have exact dates, but I can mm-hmm. tell you that uh we are planning to release um three barrel-aged beers, two of which are sour. Oh, uh, okay. Uh one is not, one's a clean barrel. Um within the next 8 weeks. So three within the next 8 weeks uh spread out relatively evenly the hits just keep coming man. yeah so um so luke uh luke's got uh luke and chase combined uh obviously work on everything together and 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 their teams but um we just had a conversation yesterday about uh keeping that rolling and and um we got some pretty cool stuff coming i was able to try one of the sour beers Uh, actually i tried both uh last week and i gotta tell you if you were a fan of the first ones uh, you will you will equally be a fan of these. They are they are incredible. I mean, and they are. Uh, it, what's really cool about that, uh, Vernon? You kind of alluded to it, but what's really cool about that is it's uh, you know Luke uh, does a great job of getting those to the point that they need to be and pulling them and not rushing them, uh, which a lot of people, you know, it, it, it's if you if you're not overly familiar with the process, it's something that that 
uh, you you may or may not appreciate in in the way that uh, kind of those guys do right because mm-hmm. it's it's something that you know you try them frequently and 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 when they're ready you pull them and if they're not you just give them more time right. and uh, and these have been these have been aging for quite some time and they're going to be pretty fantastic. Uh, so uh, all right, so we've talked about your favorite Sonder beer. Uh, a favorite podcast memory. Um, is there anything else that you would love for uh, to, to to drop, or just any information you wanna you wanna um, include on this podcast? Um, yeah, I guess I guess the one thing I would recommend or just ask about is: Have you guys considered doing any video podcasts? Oh yeah, oh, I love it. <laughs> yes, keep putting the pressure on because we're yeah. It, it's something that we talk about quite a bit. Um, I'd love to just honestly, it's not it's not overly hard, but I'm such a when it comes to the media perspective, I become this like freak about you know it being perfect and whatnot. So um, I'd love to be able to just drop one on YouTube, and you know, it's I'm sure most people will still stick to the audio version. But Ooh, I don't think so. But having that, YouTube I think you'd be surprised. Be I think you'd be surprised how many. Obviously, the majority will still be mm-hmm. audio, but I think you'd be surprised at how many. And and you know, I, I'll be transparent, Vernon. Uh, at this point, it's um, when we launch it, when we do do this, it's something that we've. I've been kind of pressuring Danny a little bit uh, for probably six months, maybe longer, about it. Right. Um, and candidly, you know, he and I have had the conversation. When we decide to pull that lever and go to a video, video podcast, video blog, whatever this looks like, um, and this is what I, I respect and appreciate about Danny is we're not going to do it half ass. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so we want to make sure that we have the right equipment to do it and and keep it on brand. Um, as you obviously know, um, one of our our core pillars of our organization uh, is quality, and so we want to make sure that when we launch the video. Uh, that it's it's of quality that meets Danny's standards in, in terms of marketing our brand. So yeah, even vis- visually up here, I'd like to do a couple things. Absolutely. Um, qual- uh, mic wise, we're pretty cl- we're pretty good. Uh, I think I just need a second camera. Yeah, it's and, it's and it's the camera piece, and then it's 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 having a, a, a look like more like a studio, right? Because right? luckily, I can take this audio and use the audio with the video. Mm-hmm. I just have to make sure I time it up right. The issue is going to be cutting it. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm so glad he he brought this up. It's we're, so we're good. We're going to have to make sure that the cutting portion of these podcasts isn't too bad when we go to video. Right. Because then people are going to know. Because I can, I can cut. Which, which we do. We don't cut a ton. You, no. You cut it up enough to keep it cohesive, but you don't right. cut content. No. I, I, I rarely have to at this point. Right. There was a, there was a time and place there a little bit where. I did a little bit, um, <laughs> but for the most part now, yeah, it's just making sure it's clean and, you know, if there's an interruption here or there, sometimes the background noise, if we're, like, recording a little earlier in the day, I have to cut, I have to mess with that a little bit, but honestly, I might not have to cut a single thing from this podcast because right. we, we're recording way after production is out of here, and uh, getting you and Travis on the phone was pretty seamless, so. Awesome. Well, um, thanks for hopping on, brother. It's uh, It's... It's good to chat with you, um, as always. And um, next time you're here, let us know. We'll have a beer with you. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, guys, you're doing, you're doing great work with the podcast. Um, amazing Thank work you. with the beers. And for anybody listening, obviously, get out as much as you can. They're doing great things out there. So 
thank you guys very much, and keep up the, keep up the work. The, you're the man, Vernon. Yeah, Thanks thank so you so much, brother. Uh, tell Edie we said hello as well. Will do. Thank All you, guys. Take see care. you, dude. Cheers, man. All right, bye. Oh, that this was fun. This that was, was fun. A, this was a fun little uh, twist to what we're doing. Halfway through Vernon's, I realized that we didn't really clue them in on the uh, music portion. We can just handle that today. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point that we did. It would have been fun to to get a song from them, but um, yeah, I I understand. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, roll into it. Yeah, let's do it. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band in some college town bar where it's not a guitar? Is it something to get you through? So funny story. Uh, I, I've i never been a podcast editor prior to this position, right? Yeah, sure. Um, I've always been a big podcast fan, and I still love listening to podcasts. I have way less time to do it now that I'm not a desk monkey, like, swimming in spreadsheets, right? Uh, well, I still make time for um, podcasts when I can, and I kind of prioritize the ones I try and listen to. Um, but I was up here playing around with the roadcaster here, and I had my headphones on, and I like scroll. I went to um, like I went to Instagram for a minute and hit play, and realized that my phone was still connected to the Bluetooth <laughs> on here. So I was listening to everything from uh, my headphones. So I can actually play this song that I'm choosing today, which was a song that I promised I would find out for our listeners. It's a song going around. Uh, I, I recently. <laughs> Downloaded TikTok a lot of out of curiosity. Oof, you did you went there. It's I, I probably will never post to it. Okay, but it's so damn entertaining. Like it's it's probably the most entertaining social media platform out there. <laughs> but I can't like I. It's not something I like always just like pop on if I have a free few minutes. It's more of like a. I have an hour to kill or I'm going to like okay. look at it before bed and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but there was a song kind of floating around on TikTok slash like social media. And uh, it's about, um, it's called Vacation by the Dirty Heads. And uh, <laughs> the whole tagline is, you know, you're not on vacation if you love what you do. Okay. Let's listen for a couple of minutes. Okay. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation. If you don't like your life, then you should go and change it. Hey, hey, yeah, so it's kind of like a... It's a fun vibe. I relate to it. Like, uh, Yeah, I will tell you that 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 feel makes me want to be uh, in 80 degree weather on a beach. Yeah. Which I'm here for right now. For sure. It's definitely like kind of like party music, but I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, I'm here for it. That's pretty fun. So that's your jam? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go to your well. Ooh, okay. Uh, and what I mean by that is... I know. That can mean a lot of things. The last three weeks. Okay. So I'm going to the country well. Okay. Um, yeah, I have been on a big country kick. So uh, obviously by the standards of how he's played on the radio, this would be country. Okay. Uh, but he's one of my favorite, uh, again, I'm using air quotes, country artists. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, if his music was played in the... 80s or 90s, it probably would have been more closer to uh, 
uh, like rock-ish. Okay. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. Today it all kind of goes together, but I'm talking about Eric Church. Okay. Um, He's got a song right now called Doing Life With Me. Okay. Um, It's similar to the Brothers Osborne track that I talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I can... uh, I can just can just relate to this song so much, uh, and I've been listening to it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to this one yet. Actually, it's a jam. Uh, oh, I love what you're doing by adding the clips. I know, right? You talk about the back seat. I don't know, don't ask me. So a little fun fact for you. Um I'm waiting for the my burdens and paid my bail, put a Tennessee breeze in my Carolina sail and set me free. I don't pray much anymore. Lord it's all true but ours. So the whole thing, uh so the whole song uh, it basically just goes into, you know, kind of his journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if he wrote it or what, but I know he does write a lot of his songs. But it's, uh, it's kind of the ebbs and flows of his life, right? Which, which uh, in the middle of this pandemic and everything we're going through, I can, can totally relate to. Right. Um, it's just a, it's a, it's a jam. Um, and I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. But uh, fun fact, what I was going to say is um, probably the two best concerts I've ever been to uh, were country concerts. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I kind of ebb and flow on my music. There's se- Like you, there's seasons oh, yeah. where I listen to a lot of country music, and there's seasons where I'm blues or, or mm-hmm. jazz or whatever that looks like. But uh, Garth Brooks at mm-hmm. U.S. Bank Arena, he played for three and a half hours. Um, now, granted, for me, I grew up on Garth Brooks. So for me, that was... That concert was not only nostalgic but incredibly entertaining. Right. And then in the same arena at US Bank, we we saw Eric Church and that's awesome. Man, that's why I say, you know, that song, when you play it there and I'm I'm listening to it with the headphones, it's it's very what people would classify as modern country. Yeah. Uh but man, his show was a rock show. Oh yeah. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, I think a lot of country music artists are like pseudo rock stars at this point. Absolutely. And and there's there's arguably less genres today like everything is kind of lumped into yeah multiple things right yeah uh, that's like actually, rap and hip-hop are the same even though they're fair. probably not yeah. r&b gets lumped into that yeah uh pop is a lot of country country and pop are kind of lumped in together yeah there's dance and then there's rock mm-hmm. right whereas before i remember like when when i was a kid uh like alternative was a thing yeah alternative's not a thing anymore all that music's just thrown into pop yeah, yeah, it kind of right. Yeah, it's almost like I have a hard time with I, I have a hard time with like the genre of music I'm super into nowadays with like Quinn and Chelsea and all those guys. Like yeah. I don't really like it's poppy. Yeah, what what would Quinn ninety two be considered? I honestly have no idea. Like it, it's played on pop radio. It's got to be pop, I guess. But like right? but old school pop is not that right. Yeah, right. So I don't agreed. Know. Agreed. Right. Like. Britney Spears and Quinn 92, in theory, are not appealing to the same right. listener, but they are. Yeah. Right? Like, my, I think my biggest, we've never, we've never gone real deep on music on here, even though we mm. both love it. Uh, one of my biggest frustrations with music is when people try to categorize things way too much. It's like, right. man, the reason I love music is because the way it makes me feel. Right. And that's everything from uh, an old, an old Biggie song all the way to Eric Church, right? Or Chris mm. Stapleton to 
you know, Nirvana, right? Like music yeah. takes me to a moment in my life and that's why I love it. That's why we added this segment. For sure. So, um, anything else for you, man? No, I'm good. That was a fun one. It was cool to get those guys on. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm about ready for another beer. It's yeah. been a day. Let's do it. All right, cheers, brother. Cheers, dude.